That's very cool, Jen. And for those of you uh, watching, uh, you got to experience that. For those of you listening, either live or in syndication, well, all of you, welcome to another episode of How I Met Your Mortgage. We're getting well into season five here. And for those of you that tuned in last week and, and, and or are tuning in this week, please note that we are using some new production software. So we're experimenting with a few things we're doing things a little differently just to make it more interesting for uh, certainly for the viewer audience if you're listening to the podcast then you basically get just me and jen and our guests rambling as usual so you're just gonna have to suffer as usual um but uh we have a really cool show for you guys today so again i'm adam smith with just the tips coaching with me almost as always pretty much always unless i'm the one getting booted off the show is our marketing director jen waybar good morning jen good morning adam it is morning where we are it is not morning however where our guest is and we have a really cool guest for you guys this week a First time guest on How I Met Your Mortgage, which seems really strange to me considering the amount of time and activity and involvement we have with our guest, John David Adams. John, good morning. I should probably say John David Adams, Loan Depot superstar originator, because <laughs> he is. Um, and we certainly want to talk about that kind of stuff as well. But welcome to the show, John. Hey, thanks for having me on, Adam. It's a pleasure. Well, good. I'm glad that you think so. You may, you may be the only one. For everybody else, this is punishment. Um, so, uh, John, you obviously know our MO. You've We've known you a long time. This is our fifth season of the show, Jen. So yeah. we've done a lot of these. You've probably seen them. And yes, as we discussed before we went live, our audience is a lot of loan originators and real estate agents. A lot of people that want to see here talk about... Um, lead generation activity, that kind of thing. Obviously, you and I have known each other a good long time. You've been to a number of our mastermind events in September, and I don't think that lead gen is really something that escapes you, but I do think we want to talk about how you do. What is JDA's take on lead gen? Where does your business come from? I don't think it would be remiss for us to kind of throw out there that you are one of Loan Depot's top loan originators on their retail platform. Uh, obviously, we do a lot of work at my mortgage company with Loan Depot on the TPO. We are third-party originators and use Loan Depot a bunch. A great organization. Um, but yeah, why don't you... Well, let's back up a little bit. Give us a little bit of background about you, where you're at, how you got into this crazy business, that kind of thing. And we'll go from there. Okay, I'll give you the um, the short second version of that. But um, thanks for again for having me on the show. I've known you for quite a few years, and even uh, to my latest uh, avenue to help uh, solidify myself in my niche. Uh, with your last boot camp, I started writing a book. I'm in my fifth chapter of nine, uh, so I should be able to release a book in May, thanks to you guys. Uh, and really, the book is about my experience throughout the mortgage business. I got into, uh, you know, right out of college into the engineering business and I did my internship out of, in Oregon with Intel. So logically I'm a mortgage originator and have been for 18 years. So there was a lot of things that happened in between there. Um, but I think the most impactful thing was about losing my shirt uh, back in 08 with about 11 homes. And uh, since that time, rebuilding, buying homes, 
Uh, I bought and sold 24 houses and I use a product uh, that I also use uh, for my clients that I specialize in. And, um, you know, uh, just like the guy said, I'm not only a hair club president, I'm a client. So I actually believe in the product. And I think a, a lot of other loan officers out there, if they would just concentrate just on a niche and go with that, I think uh, being a specialist to all is uh, practical, but uh, riches are in niches. So that's my story. That's a good story. And your hair looks fantastic, by the way. We never even would have known that you had that issue. So that's really phenomenal stuff. And you're in Florida. I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's, a, uh, it's a balmy 65 degrees today. Oh, so not too far off from Denver, although we don't have that horrible humidity. Um, but yeah, I do seem to recall you and I attending a Jacksonville Jaguars game in Denver where the Jags in a rare moment of success Never. beat the Broncos. That's, Never happens. It, Never it's, happens. It's, it's, in fact, it happened, I think, the, the most heartbreaking one. I think the first year there was a Jacksonville football team, they beat Denver in a wildcard playoff game. And I was wow. living out of state at the time, and I was going to come back home for the game. And my dad said, no, because the, the Broncos will win that one easily. So come home for the championship game or whatever it was. And, of course, I never came back home for any football because the Jags put the uh, kibosh on that right away. Yeah, Marty Johnson says, hey, JD. Hey, Marty, I'm glad you're oh watching. Hi, Marty. Yeah, oh, she and I had been texting this morning, so I told her we'd be live at 1030. And. Uh, she thought that was pretty cool. That's probably somebody else we should have on the show in the not too distant. Yeah, Marty, show. let's talk. Yeah, Marty, Marty does great work as well. All right, so what were you doing before Loan Depot? Um, so I was, uh, you know, a hardware engineering uh, technician for Intel. So literally, Loan Depot is your first and only stop. In oh, the mortgage I'm sorry, game? I thought you meant the mortgage business. No, no, no. Before yeah. Loan Depot, what were you doing? That's- uh, I was uh, I was in uh, mortgage banking for uh, about six years with Wells Fargo. Wow! Um, I had my own mortgage brokerage before then in the crash, so uh, I worked all the way through the crash uh, for about two years as an independent mortgage broker, and uh, was really great until you know all the secondary companies started pulling funding. So I worked a uh, a part time job bartending, a part time job uh, teaching ballroom dancing. And, uh, and then I had to go work for Wells Fargo because I couldn't find any, any clients. And Wells Fargo ultimately was the only place doing renovation lending at the time. And that's where I sunk my teeth into that product. And you have. We all know you to be a superstar when it comes to renovation lending still today. Um, so that's probably a good segue. Is that still the brunt of your business? It really isn't. I had to pivot and change the last few years because, you know, cash investors... And just playing people that can come in with cash um, just eliminated that business completely. You know, it's poised to come back with an impending um, recession. So it's a recession-proof business, but it's always been a part of my business. Uh, I did a niche more into VA. Uh, when I came to Loan Depot, it was because we had the first VA renovation loan program. And so I delved deep into, a, you know, serving veterans better. So I did change my marketing a little bit then. Uh, for the last 10 years or so, uh, I've taught three different classes at the Board of Realtors all over the state of Florida. Uh, so that's uh, renovation lending and then VA. Okay. So those right, are uh, so... two big main sources of getting business uh, there for the lead gen is just being able to go out 
uh, teach, be a subject matter expert, and then follow up with those same students. Okay. And during the peak of this, when you're really hot and heavy on reno loan stuff, where is the clientele coming from? I mean, how are you generating renovation loan leads? Uh, a couple of different avenues. Um, so one is the class. So that's uh, served me very well to get right in front of agents and usually the mouth mouthpiece for agents. You know, it's changed throughout the years. So a lot of people are online. So um, I would say that if I hadn't adopted video four years ago, um, thanks to some classes and some, you know, just the tips coaching that we did when uh, flew out to uh, a couple of different places to have some masterminds, I wouldn't have had the courage to go on, you know, get a, a microphone and a halfway decent camera and just spread the message about what we do. And so I think that's a, a missed opportunity. A lot of people uh, care too much about how they look. Obviously, I don't. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, it's all about your message and just being authentic and getting out with folks. And so I think it doesn't matter really what product or niche, uh, just have it come from the heart and, and get out there and get your message out. I think a lot of people just uh, just don't do that. Okay. So we're educating real estate agents on your product, on a very mm -hmm. unique product. I can't, I, I can't think of anybody in the loan origination game that's doing a better job of expressing that they are renovation loan experts than you are. Um, obviously that's twofold. You're putting that out to the real estate community and to the mm -hmm. consumer and then video, obviously. Yeah. I don't know that we could ever even describe the true power of video. And you're absolutely right. Nine out of 10 times when we're talking to somebody, a coaching client, a video marketing class, a, we used to do a full day video marketing workshop and we would make everybody script and asset and record and edit a video. And yeah, uh, through all of that, it's that people don't like the way they look and sound on video. Um, not as many of them are as ugly as you, but it is what it is. Um, that most of them look better on camera. That's uh, great. Although they don't look as good as your assistant, I see that you have with you All in the right. background. Uh, for those of you watching, that's John's dog helping him with uh, uh, the uh, broadcast today. He's uh, grumbling and... a little bit. They have the uh, the drums kicking in the background for the marching band, so he's. Uh... Oh, that's right. And we it talked about that before. The parade. Yeah. You, have the, uh, you have the parade for Dr. King's birthday going past your home right now as well, which is also really cool. Um, I'm glad we were able to score some time with you on a holiday. Although when we booked you, we probably didn't even know it was a holiday. No, we booked like this ago. over a year ago. <laughs> over yeah. A year ago. Right. yeah. We, we've got quite the waiting list. but And you did uh, touch on a really great subject there, too. Um, uh, and it's not forgotten. That's one of the three tables of, you know, niching is reaching out to other loan officers because nobody's going to be able to find a better client than a loan officer if you're in a niche. And that's like reverse condos, um, DSCR loans, or maybe you're doing some kind of lower no doc. Uh, those are some things that I definitely pa pass along to my broker friends just because they're better at those. Uh, but as far as renovation, uh, typically, you need a platform like we have to service the draws and some other things. But loan officers are probably the best referral source next to all those other items. Uh, they may be a subject matter expert, but it also allows me to have conversations with other loan officers. Maybe that's not part of their business plan or they know that that's a high touch loan. So that's a very valuable asset to me. It, it certainly is a high-touch loan, no question. And I would say, yeah, there's a lot of truth to that. We certainly see a lot of referral from other loan originators when it comes to non-QM, 
That's certainly a big one. It's fairly unique to the broker world, of course. Um, so that one makes a lot of sense. And yeah, I think that the that some of the credit where credit is due goes to the groups group in particular that you and I participate in and do these conferences through and so on and so forth. Um, because a big part of that is the power of social media on top of all of it. But I do think that social media and video kind of go hand in hand. Um, I mean, you guys, you know, if you want to generate leads using video, yes, you can get some decent audio and get a halfway decent camera and start shooting some shit. But what are you going to do with it once you're done? Maybe you've even gone so far as to go chroma key and do some editing and make some really cool videos, but now you're just sitting on them. So are we learning how to manipulate Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, Insta? What am I missing, Jen, where we do distribute videos, right? Building yeah. your audience and capturing data of those who find your, um, your videos on YouTube, retargeting, um, ethical retargeting. You know, <laughs> I do have uh, competitors in my area and, it, you know, you've got to do it compliant and uh, ethically, but there's a way to drive traffic from your competitors to you if you mention that as well. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, what do you think generates the best result when it comes to the video work you're doing? Um, you know what? Um, I've done quite a bit of video and it took me a long time to figure something out. And that was that just telling is not selling. Um, my best uh, response or my best uh, feedback and uh, the more people have found me off of testimonials or going in front of a house that I'm standing there with a veteran that's done the impossible and bought a house and they're talking, not me. Um, so honestly, uh, telling somebody else's story more than my own or more than just the technical, I'm a, I'm a, you know, computer tech nerd. So I always want to know the technicals and that does attract a certain audience, but uh, by and large, you know, showing somebody else's story, what they did, not what I did. That makes sense. Um, so third party is going to be huge. I don't think any of us would disagree with that. And we've certainly studied it. I remember doing, oh, third party promotion videos talking about Lindsay Sills, Lindsay McCoy, uh, <laughs> and how great she is uh, in California, David Goldberg in Ohio, and how great he is. Um, as part of a video workshop that we had all attended together in California. Um, so yeah, I do think that uh, that's valuable stuff, no question. Um, I think the bottom line there is, and it kind of circumnavigates doing things like having a great review campaign and having lots of great reviews on Facebook, LinkedIn, Google, whatever, um, because the third party, the consumer the customer, the client, their words speak louder than ours. Yes, I can tell my audience that I'm fantastic and I do this great work with renovation loans or I do this great work with VA renovation loans if we're really drilling down a niche. But it certainly would mean a hell of a lot more from the veteran renovating a home, talking about how great I was and getting them the money to do it. That's a significant difference, no question. Absolutely. Yeah. So what else? I mean, we, we know that we're doing some video work. 
Well, we know that we're distributing properly among social media channels. I mean, come on, JDA, don't don't uh, hide your uh, bushel under a basket. I don't know what the hell that term is. Um, your light <laughs> under a bushel. Those of you, whatever. It is. We we know that you are one of the greatest loan originators there is. Um, certainly, when it comes to these niches, where do all these people using you come from? Um, typically they come from either other loan officers. They're going to come from that class. They're going to do from campaigns driven by my website videos, and then either YouTube redirects, YouTube ads, uh, Google AdWords. Uh, I don't really do any Facebook. Um, it's really expensive. And, uh, the type of traffic I'm looking for is more of a YouTuber. Um, and that's actually not that expensive, especially depending on which kind of ads you use. Uh, so that's kind of my main traffic. Uh, the other mainstay that you kind of helped me with, um, you had Robbie on uh, to talk last year uh, at your uh, Just the Tips. And uh, we've gotten deep into this book. And I can honestly tell you just talking about it has gotten uh, some more venues, doing lunch and learns and bringing those into brokers. I'm a press the flush kind of guy when it comes down to it. That's kind of my old side of being a loan officer. So I can't get that out of me no matter how uh, tech savvy we become. So it's just following up with your database, uh, people that have been in your class, making sure they don't forget you. You got anybody else in the office that needs the information. Uh, some of the, you know, you talked about where your your content lives and some of it doesn't live online and that's intentional. So I can find out when people use it. Uh, you're using StreamYard, I think. I, I use Vidyard to find out when somebody's opened the, the video and uh, to make sure they're actually getting it. And that's usually customer base or realtor-based when they call to ask about it. So they, I know they're getting the education. If they can't come out to a three-hour CE, I've got a compressed class I can give them on a video, but I wanna make sure they've actually read it and follow up, you know, back up with them uh, with a Salesforce-driven campaign that we do in our CRM. That's fantastic. Let's back up a little bit because I do think that our audience and myself as well um, would be curious about social media ad spend. Um, I am going to have to agree with you that I think Facebook is a difficult venue for that. It is expensive. It's difficult to target. Um, there were a couple of big issues Facebook has had in recent years that made them, well, the big one in my mind is that they became very paranoid about fair housing and fair lending laws. So it does make it very, very difficult to really target audiences when your content is real estate or mortgages. But you are telling this audience and me um, that you're having some great success with YouTube ads. YouTube. Yeah. Tell us more about that. So uh, some of the keywords I use are pretty, pretty niche. Um, you can be a generalist in, in mortgage, but if you're going after a niche, you know, if you start looking for like DSCR loans, there's only a few people out there with video and very few people with good video and very few you know, people with a whole library of content, not just like maybe one or two ad spend. So if you can have, you know, people, uh, they like to binge watch on Netflix is the best way I can, uh, you know, say it. And when somebody wants to go find a certain product, like about condos or whatever, um, they're going to not just want to watch one. I mean, case in point, we're supposed to be going to Chairman's in March, and uh, I don't know anything about Maui, Hawaii. So literally, I sat there yesterday, I must have saw at least an hour and a half videos on consumer reviews and realtors that are out talking about Maui. 
and all the great things to do in Maui. Uh, you know, so many realtors are on there. It almost gets you, you know, uh, interested in looking at real estate. Though I had no yeah, right. intent of doing that while I'm there. Uh, and I would have to say, just in just doing that, um, I understand how you know, important video is. I'm looking to double down on it this year because of that fact. Brilliant. Double down. All right. Let's talk about going forward. What other things are you going to bring into the loop in 22 that you haven't experimented with or implemented in the past? So the big thing is the book. And if you know me, I can't even text. So uh, <laughs> so writing a book is a very big deal. Yes. That's a very big deal. Love it. And I thought about it for a year and a half. And then, you know, you had um, a, a world class realtor at your event. Uh, you know, not to give away names, but he uh, he was, you know, very impressive with the scale of his business and what he's done. And uh, he shared with us that he had some, you know, uh, learning challenges. And, uh, you know, I just have squirrel syndrome, so I can't I can't focus. And, uh, you know, I don't have what they call the diction or the grammar. Uh, so uh, he mentioned that you could you could hire, uh, you know, a ghostwriter. I never even knew that was possible. So I had almost a year's worth of uh, data that I'd gone back and tried to, you know, put together an outline for my own book. And uh, I downloaded SPS 90 Day Way and a couple other uh, books because I'm an audible kind of guy. And you just don't have to do it by yourself. And you don't have to be a great writer to write a good book. So you can find people out there that will help you put together your book in a very concise fashion. It'll be entertaining and it has good content. It's well written. Uh, so you can write the book through a good author. Yep. And yeah. that definitely, um, I don't know exactly where my writing bug came from. Both of mm -hmm. my parents had done a lot of writing in their uh, backgrounds. My mother's actually a published novelist and has done some ghostwriting for other novelists. Um, I think the biggest piece of the puzzle for me. Um, and again, my, you know, um, AD squirrel probably rivals yours. I think a lot of us in sales and loan origination in real estate have that problem. Uh, the time blocking was mm -hmm. the biggest piece of it for me. If I actually blocked off the time to write now, my book's going to be different than yours. Um, uh, well, one, I wrote it. It wasn't uh, ghostwritten. Um, it's a toilet book. It's not uh, written in a you know traditional fashion by any means. So it probably made it easier for me to time block it out. Write five pages today. Write ten pages today. I think I was writing five and editing ten when when I was done. I switched my time block from writing five to editing ten before it went to uh, an editor. Um, and then uh, eventually to publication. Um, what are we looking at for a time frame? When are we going to be able to read this book, John? So it's going to it's going to drop in May, right? And so that's going to be available on Amazon two days free. Uh, you'll be able to stream it. Uh, and then I'll, you know, as far as time frame, I'm getting hard, uh, you know, hard paperbacks. Uh, Supply chain, we'll see. We're but, talking about <laughs> this May, like in 90 days, roughly, 120 days? 
brother, I went after this hard. After that's a awesome. Yeah. That's we're so talk, cool. We're talking about this, these conversations you had, and we know it was Rob that you were talking about, um, but we're talking about these conversations from our event in September. The end yeah. of September. Right. Three months September ago. 26th, I think it was. Yeah. yeah it that's hasn't impressive. Been 90 days. Yeah. Good yeah. on you, man. Wow. Yeah. You really uh, took some initiative there. This is some so, bull by the horn shit for sure. So, um, not to, to brag or tout, but I have a three-page business plan. Number one on it was the book. So uh, I started working on that, I think, early early October. Uh, but I have a lot of content already available, and I can definitely hook you up with some really great people that have helped me out um, to get somebody to help you put you – I mean, they use Monday in the whole way. Uh, Monday is like a uh, – almost like Slack. It's a, yep. it's a program – they're going to keep you accountable if you pay them. It's almost like coaching for a book. So you're going to, you're going to write, they're going to remind you, and, um, you, you got to do it still, but, um, it's been, it's been a process, but you know, I just get up an hour early every morning and uh, that's my focus every morning. That's awesome. Okay. So this is really funny and full circle kind of shit, but, uh, it's coming up on three years now. It will be next month that I uh, released just the tips. Um, I'm sure Jen has a copy of it somewhere. There it is. Look at her bookmarking things and all kinds of good stuff. Right. And it's right there. It's right. Is, it, is it back there on the shelf? Okay. I see so it. So I am sitting in the airport to go from Austin, Texas to Denver, Colorado after a conference. And we used the conference as a soft book launch party. And at the time, I didn't know it was you, but three years, I didn't know you anywhere near as well as I do now. And I spied some asshole across the airport reading my book. I'm like, this asshole. That's the one. Like, Holy cow. You know you've arrived when you see some stranger in an airport reading your book. And of course, you, well, you are strange, but we weren't strangers. I just couldn't see as far as it was. Um, but yeah, it was really, really cool eye-opening stuff. So you and I are going to have to stage that with me reading your book in an airport somewhere. Right. Somebody taking a yeah. telephoto picture of it so that uh, uh, you can say, now I've arrived. Here's some other asshole reading my book in the airport. <laughs> Actually, I think the best part of that was that on my way to Austin for that conference, I wandered into the uh, tattered cover in Denver International Airport, threw a copy of my book up on the shelf and took a picture of it. <laughs> That's Someday. awesome. Someday. Do that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, in fact, it got a little uh, tense as I was walking out of the bookstore with a book I didn't pay for. Oh, yeah, all right. Like, Sir? Sir, I was like, oh, no, I'm just messing with your bookshelves. You guys don't even carry this. I swear I brought it in with me. But yeah, very entertaining stuff. So we should look forward to that. Do we have a title? Um, so it's flexible still, as my author says, but it's supposed to be House Hacking Confessions of a Renovation Loan Officer. Ah, very so cool. It's, it's not just about my story. There's a little bit of that peppered in so you can understand where it comes from, from the heart. But a lot of it's just about... Uh, most of my successful clients, um, just showing how the average layperson can go out and really make it in real estate. So the the best way to capture wealth, and if there's one thing I hope I get out of this book, and I really don't care if it makes a dollar. Matter of fact, every dollar that's made by this book is being donated to Canines for Warriors. So uh, I don't plan to make any money off of it. And that's the whole idea. I see so many people online and my feed is totally crammed with a bunch of 
knuckleheads that want to tell you you can make it rich in real estate. And I'm the first one to tell you it's, it's hard. It's hard and you really need to do some things on guided principles. There's no short way to success. And I'd like for people to know those risks and kind of proceed with caution. But I think we found a better way for people to do that and call things home, make wealth and equity. Um, I've lost it all. I've gained it all. I've paid all the tuition to the School of Hard Knocks. So if you want to know how the hard way to do it, I can tell you that. Um, and you don't have to live through that. So it's going to be a very low cost, but hopefully it's a success. But it's just my passion to get the story out that you don't have to be a brainiac. You don't have to be a millionaire to make a million dollars in real estate. You don't have to be a genius. I'm living proof. I love this. So you are, that. and we uh, uh, tout ourselves this way as well, a scared straight program. Yeah. I've already made all these mistakes, so you don't have to. That's solid. Yeah, really I'm, not, solid. I'm not Grant Cardone. I'm not going to pull up in my jet and my Rolls Royce. Uh, Never. I can't do that because all my money's in real estate. <laughs> uh, even still, yeah, even if I had the money, I'm not spending it on a jet. <laughs> yeah, the, the logic there escapes me. <laughs> How about that? Um, well, John, if somebody had a uh, an inquiry about your book or wanted to know more about this or needed a renovation loan, how would they find you? You can find me at John Adams Teams. Uh, John Adams Team on uh, John <laughs> John Adams Team .com online, or you can shoot me an email, uh, John Adams Team at gmail.com. What's your YouTube channel? My YouTube channel is uh, John John David Adams Jr. Hold on, I should know this by heart. Wow, yes, you should. But it sounds like there's a lot John of good content there. It's John Adams Team. As John well. Adams Team on YouTube. <laughs> All right. <laughs> good God. Now, now he won't forget, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Very cool. Jen, what am I missing? You know John well too. You've spent quite a bit of time right? with this. Guy. I'm just I I mean I'm I wheels turning on the restraining order, that's all. <laughs> yeah. I mean we John, won't if go you there. want that we, to happen, quit there. bringing your wife to these events. We like her. We want to She's keep wonderful. you out of jail. Um sorry, I was playing with the cool new commenting feature through StreamYard, so you know. Ah. No, but John, I definitely want to get a little testimonial from you about Mile High resulting in you mm. writing a book, for Absolutely. sure. Ghostwriting or not, you you are putting together a book, and I think that's so freaking cool. So congratulations on that. Um, yeah, I mean, it's great to see you, and I'm looking forward to Mile High this year and Social Media Day, and I, I'm just, my mind is blown that you've written a, you will have written a complete book in less than a year from the time uh -huh. of Mile High. Yeah, I think it's that's pretty, amazing. It's pretty impressive. No doubt about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, when I started doing the math in my it. head, it, it took me a minute to remember which mastermind event we were talking about. And then, yeah, that was three months ago. And you're going to do this in three more months' time. Yep. We're, we're duly impressed, dude. Yeah, that's awesome. And I do recommend you read if you have, uh, have an opportunity. If you have a passion for reading a book, uh, there's a book called SPS 90 Day Way on Audible. Um, dude, super young, uh, just had a 20, um, 20 step, uh, life hack for, uh, success for entrepreneurs. And, uh, he wrote that pamphlet, turned it into a book and has written uh, super many books on how to, uh, write a book in 90 days. So it's called the SPS self-publishing school, uh, 90 day way, uh, really good audible book. Grab it. I think it's like nine books, nine bucks. It's 
Right. Yeah, probably worth every penny. Mm. And we have a ton of people in our circle and a ton of people in our audience that would love to write a book. Um, Absolutely. And boy, would love to have that content out in the time frame that you will. It's just impressive. do it. Just do, commit and just do it. Take imperfect action, but get to it. Wow. Well, yeah. we, we have certainly credited an awful lot of people in the show today. So uh, thank you, Rob. There was a nice little plug there for Chad Prio. Thank you, Chad. Uh, take imperfect action. As always, one of the greatest lessons any of us has ever learned. But yeah. All right, Jen, why don't you take us home? I think we're probably over time, if not of course. next time. Okay. Of course. All right, guys. If you want to find out anything about us, text tips to 63566. It's scrolling on the bottom of the screen for those that are watching the video. Um, we are starting to plan Mile High Mastermind and Social Media Day for 2022, which is crazy. Crazy. Um, I put out a speaker call, but I'll put it out here too. If you or anyone you know you think would be a great speaker for us, please send them my way uh, as Rob would say who do you know that i need to know so who do you know that's a great speaker that i need to know because we'd love to talk to them about being a speaker at mile high mastermind which is september 16th and 17th 2022 or social media day which is officially june 30th 2022 um so yeah text tips to 63566 to get information on those events our recent videos, a free hour of coaching with Adam and myself, a copy of Adam's book that we've talked about quite a bit today, which is awesome. Um, and literally probably anything you could possibly want or not want to know about us, you can find at That Talks Good. Very yeah. cool stuff. Well, John, thank you. I know it's not easy to carve out this kind of time. Oh, that was fun. Monday I appreciate morning. you having me on. I'm a huge fan. <laughs> you are full of it. And thank Your you. Number for one fan. Um, <laughs> hi long time listener first time caller got it oh boy on that all note. right on that note join us next week for another episode are we having a show next week jen yes special okay. guest paul wozniak next week paul wozniak all right well paul's a repeat guest if memory serves well cool so we will be back most weeks we do about 40 45 episodes a year at yep. uh 10 30 in the morning mountain time live you can obviously catch us in syndication. The podcast is on Apple and Spotify. Yes, and sir. that is it. So you guys have a great week. Thanks again, John. And we will see you all next time.